difficult, 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 women. Well, hello. Hey. Do you want to record a podcast? Oh, yeah. Let's record a podcast. What's your name? Oh, my name is Katie. Okay. Well, do you want to record a podcast? I don't know. It's late. It's like eight o'clock. That's so late. Oh, my God. It's so late. I'm Marie. I'm Katie. And this is a difficult women podcast. Can you tell? We're so difficult. This is real difficult. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? We did it. We're here. We're potting. Yeah. So good. What's new? Well, I've been trying to date. Okay. All in right. In times of quarantine. Okay. And yes. COVID. How's it going? I've been very excited to talk to you. Oh my gosh. Um, tell me. Uh, am I in love? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm just oh. kidding. Oh my god, <laughs> too soon. Like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> this sounds promising, or maybe like de- delusional. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've been just, you know, I don't want to die alone. I think that that's the thing. If COVID has taught me anything. Um, you know, I'm seeing all these wonderful people with their families Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, I mean, I have a great family, uh, you know, but I also don't have a, I I don't have a lover at the moment. It's been so long Mm -hmm. and you know, I just, I know that there have been people who have found love in COVID. Uh, I've also, but I don't know who they are, are. (laughs) 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 but I kind of just like took an active, like, okay, I'm going to try and. I mean, this is where I, it's like uncharted territory. I really have no idea how this works. But so basically, it's a week, you know, we're recording on Sunday. Yesterday, I had a lovely time outside at a bar with a, a gentleman mm. who was very fascinating. Is he my husband? Probably not. And then uh, today, I had a lovely walk in the park with another man. And I saw like a little thing on Instagram saying that dating in the time of covid is is like uh, a jane austen novel mm-hmm. yeah because <laughs> it's like <laughs> so yeah because it's like do you mind do you want to take a turn around the park <laughs> or something. yeah it's like exactly i mean I, that's and nobody great. everybody's at home writing letters <laughs> right right setting him off by pigeon just like oh caca. yeah uh, yeah how how did they go they were fine or they were good or they're promising or not promising First date, you know, I try not to get too excited about anything, but will um, there be a second stroll? Yes, I believe there'll be a second stroll. All right. There should be like Um, a Jane Austen style dating show during this time period. (laughs) No touching, no touching, (laughs) no touching. I mean, I literally gave the guy a pat on the shoulder. Yeah. uh, Did you want to kiss him? I, you know me, I probably would have totally like, oh, do it. Even if it wasn't, it wasn't not even, not really, but I'll do it anyway. Sure. <laughs> Some desperate times call for desperate measures, but no. But it was but so you but, did, but but really truly, uh, you know, this is it's so weird, Katie. It's so weird because normally, yeah, I definitely probably would have um, at least pecked him a little, you know, a little, uh, uh-uh, you know. It was yeah. very romantic, <laughs> but but also I've never a first date going for a walk. What the who, what what's that about? I if you're listening and you're curious of dating, uh, go for a walk. It's really nice. You can run away if you really don't, <laughs> or you can just like cut the... faster. You can find out real quick who runs faster <laughs> if you try to make a run for it. But it was just, not, I mean, like you can control the time. I mean, I mean, there's obviously an end point because you can't just walk forever. Sometimes at bars, like you just want to 
Like if they get another drink, you're like, God damn it. But with walk, you're just like, you want to circle back? It's like not a, you know, or just. Yeah. Or you could be like, hey, let's walk this way. And then you end up at your car. <laughs> just like in the back yeah. of your car. Like, what is yeah. Uh, I've just yeah. never gone on a walk for a date. That's and lovely. I highly recommend it now. That's great. So. I went on a walk date or it started as a walk. This is like before COVID because uh, oh. the guy didn't drink. Uh, so we did a little walk date. Uh, and I didn't like him right away. And then oh. I felt real stuck because I would have liked to have walked away, but we had planned to have dinner after the walk. God damn it. See, so you gotta got to just do the walk. I stuck in that walk date. <sighs> just do the walk. Just do the walk part. You got to take it one, one <laughs> section at a time. Uh, I had a weird sort of, I mean, I have not been dating at all, but I've sort of been perusing the apps a little bit. And I had an interesting pickup line which I want to call this guy out so bad. But he, he seemed fine. But he was like, Katie, hey, how the hell are you? Uh, like, it's so good to see your face on here. You know, we met at my bar a couple years ago. Uh, how funny to see you. How has it been? I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I don't know this guy. I don't have a great memory for people. But I tell you what, or like, you know, fake names and faces and, you know, people. I just don't remember them. So I was like, do I know this guy? Like, have I met this person? So I just wrote back and I was like, what bar? I was like, where, where? What's oh. the name of your place? I was like, oh, hey, like what, where? Ooh. And then, of course, he was like, oh, must have been someone else. Like, you're much prettier than she was. And I'm like, you're fuck out full, of so full of shit. You think I, I don't see through this shit? But I might run it back. I don't know. <laughs> See, it's just no one else to talk to. Anyway, that's all. I mean, I've just been working a lot and then uh, just trying to uh, shape the life that I deserve. That's what my therapist would say. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's kind of a good segue a little bit into what we were going to talk about today. Exactly. Should we, I love it. Should we talk about Let's dildos? Let's get into it. Dildos first and then. <laughs> Let's definitely talk about some dildos first. Listen to some pre-recorded dildo talk. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. Choreo at adamandeve.com. Oh, if I had uh, more time, I would put Christmas music under our dildo uh, advertisement, ding, but ding, ding, I don't. Ding, 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 <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, that dinging was like jingle bells, but I'm I'm realizing <laughs> with out of the context of my brain, it might not sound like anything. Anyway, it's <laughs> fine. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Again, speaking of mental health, um, today we're talking about uh, <laughs> seasonal depressive disorder nope that's not what it's called seasonal <laughs> what's it called seasonal depression Sad. but yeah Sis. seasonal Sad. it's called affective se- disorder yes and I, that's very cute it's very cute that the acronym for seasonal affective disorder is sad it's how cute um, Sad. it's a little bit condescending i think but it's <laughs> So I wanted to talk about this because we um we have ta- we have t- d- dabbled or t- touched on mental health <laughs> on the pod before. Huge advocates for therapy, obviously, and meditation. If we can, if you can sit through it, um. But I don't know that we've ever talked directly about depression, and I was mm-hmm. sort of curious about seasonal depression 
because I suffer from regular depression. So I'm sad all the time, not just when it rains. <laughs> just like, although my, my, my depression is much more under control. And we'll talk about reasons why, how you can do that too if you're suffering. Um, but I am, I'm very cognizant of the fact that we are not only uh, in a pandemic where it is, we're almost, we're getting close to the year mark of being separate from other people, but we are very quickly, if not already in the middle of, to say, entering the winter seasons. Oh God, and, and it's going to just I'm just collide. really worried. I'm just worried for people. I'm a little worried about myself post-holiday season because I actually mm-hmm. have like, I was going to say, oh, this is so sad. I was about to say, like, I have holiday plans, but my holiday plans are literally, I, I bought a tree and I'm going to unwrap a present that I sent myself. <laughs> oh, right. The surprise gift. Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually like really looking forward to it. Like, I think I'm going to have like a nice little Christmas. But it hit me the other day where I was like, oh, no, what happens after my Christmas plan? You know, because it's going to be real sad and depressing. So I was like, what is up with seasonal depression? Is it a thing? Really? You know, I didn't even know. I've, I think there some people question whether is it actually depression or is it just people getting tired <laughs> during the winter? Um, and it appears very much so to be a real thing and to be taken seriously. And uh, it looks like some people do suffer from full-blown depression, uh, but only during the winter months and sometimes only in the summer and spring months. Huh. Well, my depression, uh, I've learned about my body, and I think that with uh, seasonal depression, it really is about your body and more of like the circadian, what is it? The circadian circadian rhythms, yeah. Rhythm. And that's what I was reading about. It gets knocked out of whack because of the, how dark it gets. And so if your circadian rhythm is out of whack, your internal, internal, clock and everything inside your body is just out of whack uh and then you get depressed and in addition to that i was reading that um the light source just not having enough light because light triggers serotonin in your brain and Mm -hmm. serotonin is one of the happy Mm -hmm. happy drug internal drug juices yeah happy Happy juices juices. (laughs) it's a little happy juice in there that gets like released uh when you're out in sunlight and when you don't have a lot of sunlight uh, your sometimes your serotonin levels drop, and then that makes you not feel good. Um, and I also was seeing that, unsurprisingly, uh, one of the things that can make you higher risk for seasonal depression is living further away from the equator, where it gets dark for a really long time. And we've both been. Wait, when did you go to Sweden? You were there in the summer, September, and it was, so it wasn't the dark. It wasn't. It was normal. It does light. the dark thing in the. Winter. Winter. Yeah, it gets oh, right. very, that's very right. dark Okay, so all the I time. had, that's right, because I was like, wait a minute, I had a weird experience there, but it was the opposite. So I went in the summer, and it was like the sun did not go down until like 11.30 p.m., which was crazy. So it was like light outside, and you're like, I'm supposed to be sleeping now. But so I, and at the time, I remember thinking, wow, I, the winters must just be brutal here. And I guess they are, right? Didn't your friend, your friend was saying that she just is like, holy hell, <laughs> this is like the worst in the winter. Well, she, so yeah, I've talked about Ellen on the pod before, but yeah, she's in Sweden. But honestly, I think her seasonal depression was the worst when she lived in Poland uh, because it was, 
well, it was just fucking freezing. And then also the sun is there only uh, two hours a day or something. Yeah. It's something really crazy. Yeah. So I'm 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 afraid we're like in America, we don't have the same light situations. Of course, we have our like, uh, uh, what is that called? Hourly national, what's it called? The farmer's almanac <laughs> time change thing. What is it? Is it spring ahead spring and ahead, fall. fall backwards? What is it? Fall, what is it? Fall. fall. <laughs> Fall, fall into the fall abyss. Fall into your de- death and then time, time, jump out uh, of it. Time, time uh, warp. Let's do the time <laughs> warp again. Is when every year it's like let's just do that time warp again. Um, <laughs> accurate. That was definitely the scientific whatever terminology for that. Daylight savings time. Exactly. That's what. There we go. That's what I said. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but so I. Uh, oh, so I feel like. In the United States, we have our daylight savings time. It sucks. Oh my god! Coming home from work today, it's like four thirty. It's so dark. I'm just like, why? I'm, I'm gonna. Well, get one thing, Rob. One thing about my yeah. <laughs> one thing about my walk is we started the walk at three o'clock, and at four fifteen, we're out there in the pitch dark. Like we gotta go. And home. I was like, oh my god, please. And I then of course I started talking about true crime, and I was like, don't murder me. And that I mean, like, why do I bring that up on the first date? Just you know. Well, you were triggered Don't by the light know, I'm going scared. down. I mean, it's just totally natural. Walking in the woods, yeah, walking with a in the woods in the man. middle of the night, even though it's only four o'clock. Um, yeah, I mean that'll make anyone depressed. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, and it's got. And today in New York, it was. So, it's been so weirdly warm here, and today was like the first day of like oh, bone chilling cold, mm. and I was like, oh my god, what a great day to start. Here we go, seasonal depression yeah. episode. Um. So anyway, <laughs> and then I was going to say with this lockdown. This is the other like factor that I think I'm like obviously very concerned about, which for everybody, for the nation, because like this, the way we've been able to hang out with anybody has been outside, right? Mm-hmm. And if we can't be outside because it's too dark or too cold, uh, I am concerned. So if anybody else has been thinking about seasonal depression or has not been thinking about it, but has been like, hey, I've been feeling like uh, having a hard time sleeping. I'm not eating as much or I'm eating too much, which is also definitely happening in the pandemic, or I'm <laughs> sleeping too much or I'm I'm just not feeling myself. Um, it could potentially be, you know, a, a, a milder beginning case of seasonal depression and or just general depression. Um, and the thing about it, the reason why I think it's worth talking about a little bit is because if it's not addressed, uh, it can spiral into something a lot more serious mm-hmm. or things that you know where you're in either not only that the the depression itself can become very serious even if it's temporary it can also spiral into more generalized depression where you don't get out of it after the sun starts coming up because these things are kind of like in my experience at least with depression it can really build with this bad downward momentum thing mm-hmm. so once it starts kind of rolling if you don't try to start making moves to do something about it uh, it's my, it gets much harder to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, maybe we'll be able to help some people today try to make some moves to get out of it. So what are some things? Well, let's talk about, do you mind if we, let's go through some of the things if you're like, do, am I depressed? What's going on? So some of the symptoms are um, feeling depressed, which is a good, a good indicator. See, I have to say, I read this whole list and I'm like, this is exactly how I feel right now. Well, I mean, but, but this is why it's worth like, I just think it's and I honestly do like mean this that I think it's always worth checking in. It may or may not be, you know, depression's also weird because I think sometimes 
people like to label these things so clearly, right? So there's like a list of things. If you have one, you know, eight or more of these things or whatever that list is, then you can be clinically diagnosed with depression. But also like if you're feeling like you're moving towards this, there are some things we can do whether or not you're going to be clinically depressed and have to be dealing with it. So, but if you're, you know, these are some things to watch out for. If you're feeling depressed for most of the day or almost every day, or, or every day, if you've lost interest in the activities you once enjoyed, if you're having low energy, having problems with sleep, experiencing changes in your appetite or weight, feeling slug- sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty, or having frequent thoughts of death or suicide, especially this last one. So we're, we're having fun with this episode, but I just want to also mention that if you're in, the, in a place where you're thinking about suicide, some of our little tips are not, you know, what you really need to do is get some professional help as quickly as possible um, because that is not a joke um, by any means. Mm-hmm. But if you're starting to have some of these feelings, um, there are some things you can do, especially in the winter. One thing, again, if it is a seasonal thing and if it is something to do with like the light and the serotonin and the melatonin. Mel- melatonin. Yes, melatonin. <laughs> melanin is the skin thing. Um, uh, we're not doctors also. We're not so doing, <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> Come on. Speak doctor for, speak of for yourself. love. I was going to say. <laughs> doctor of insanity. Um, <laughs> if, I was, if I was a therapist, I'd be like, I'm a doctor of insanity. And people would be like, you can't say that. You're not allowed to talk to your patients Hello, like that. nice to meet you. Sit down here. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, so some things that you can do, especially if it is light related, is you can get a light. An LED? Light. Yeah, what is it? LED? There's a certain kind of light you can get. This, uh, to me, that's is a crazy talk. But it's like what Marie was saying earlier. That the circadian uh, rhythm in your, inside your body is off. Yeah. And you need that light to wake it up. And also I was reading that if you want to know your real circadian rhythm, because we're all programmed, I think, at this point of like... It's society a lot of the times is like you have to wake up early and go to your job. I mean, we don't do that anymore, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right there. But society like makes people feel bad if they sleep in or if a person is a night owl. But that could be your circadian rhythm. And so it was saying that like if you really want to find out your circadian rhythm and this is something that if you are feeling depressed or something, maybe this could actually help is um, just throwing away your alarm clock. <laughs> And just, <laughs> that's not funny. But I am uh, just not a doctor. Throw it away. <laughs> just throw just it don't away. show up to anything ever again. <laughs> just forget about it. Time is a construct. <laughs> construct. It is. It's a social construct. Um, no, just throw it away. But but I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, no, what would I'm, your circadian rhythm be? Katie, think, yes. you are a night owl, aren't you? You know, it's like funny. I'm curious what yours would be. <laughs> when I was in the pandemic, in the lockdown, we are all in the mm-hmm. pandemic. I'm not. I'm not it's a wishful You're thinking. You're not in here. Wishful thinking. <laughs> I have left my body. Um, no, I. Uh, when I was when we were in like lockdown, lockdown, uh, you really mm-hmm. did start to get to find like where where do I want to sleep? When do I want to sleep? And my mm-hmm. my clock was all over the place. Uh, um, yeah. But I think I did kind of land. I did land in a place where I started waking up earlier than I thought I would. I started in a place where I think a lot of people did where you're like, it's five in the morning and I'm still awake and I'm going to sleep until two. (laughs) Yeah. But that didn't feel good to me eventually. So I think that my real rhythm is probably waking up at around nine and going to Mm -hmm. bed at like 
12 or 1. That would be maybe my <clears throat> ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. What about you? You're more of an earlier riser, no? Or is that just self-imposed? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, because of the pandemic and lockdown and stuff, I've been able to just kind of figure out when I really do like to wake up. And I like to wake up at a crisp 7 o'clock in the morning. That's insanity to me. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> That good. I like a That's nice good. 7 a.m. Well, I never knew. I mean, I didn't, certainly didn't do that in New York City. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, because, yeah, I just, I never did that. But uh, I was working too late. That's, you know. Yeah, exactly. When you're working till 1 in the morning, you're not yeah. going to wake up at crisp 7 o'clock to, like, 100%. go for a walk. 100%. No. But, yeah, I've been waking up at 7 and then... But now I'm off at night now. Now I've been going to bed pretty late because there's all the Christmas movies I want to see. Right. <laughs> Just stay get up late watching. Get this in. But um, it was interesting on the Appalachian Trail because obviously, I mean, we didn't set alarms. We just, you know, you just went to sleep when the sun went down and woke up when the sun came up. And that feeling of just following the sun is, that, that was meditative. It really just felt... I came out of that like, okay, I really, I should stick with this, but you can't go to bed at seven o'clock every night oh, or man, now I'm like actually, at 4.30. Well, you're saying that too. That makes me kind of jealous even because I think that that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. That's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing. And our, you know, modern lives have really been imposing uh, other, other agendas on us. That was another thing too, is that just the rates of depression generally in the United States or in the world, in the, in the modernized world, um, they are just skyrocketing and not just because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic, but um, they've been skyrocketing and it is so clearly from, you know, this almost like over modernization. Again, I'm not now. I sometimes some of my ideas get a little wackadoo. I'm not saying we all go hike and not not hike. Dr. Insanity Insanity says live outside. (laughs) Get throw away your clocks and live outside. (laughs) Throw away your clocks. (laughs) But I do. I mean, in in some ways, I feel like it would be a really good therapeutic thing to do if someone is was really, you know, having a tough time. Like, yeah, absolutely. Go outside and sleep. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. Sleep outside. That's (laughs) I guess. I love, full of good I advice. love our advice. Great. <laughs> Keep going. I have more. I have I have some. It's not it's not non-traditional. I'm a non-traditional doctor. Yeah. Oh, and then so, so yes. So I think that some of the more uh traditional ways of dealing with uh seasonal depression but depression in general would be um well light therapy potentially and then of course talk therapy uh and then also potentially medication if you feel like you're at that position that is not something that i would say you just rush into because that's real serious uh stuff but um but if you do feel like you need to be on medication or your doctor is advising it then of course that is something you should consider but yes what are some alternative things that we can talk about especially for people that are (laughs) that are new to depression (laughs) It's it's a new exciting journey for them well, I think physical activity is number, I mean, I really think getting up first thing in the morning, and I kind of think of our Tone It Up girls that we, I've kind of fallen out of love with them, but they were, there's these two workout queens out in Los Angeles called Tone It Up, Katrina and Karina. <laughs> we got to go, we got to go to one of their workouts in New York and it was very cool, but their big thing, seriously, it is called Booty Call. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they they live by it. It's like the very first thing you do in the morning, you do a booty call, and that's not what we call a booty call. It's no, bo- no, get it's your not. booty, get your booty moving first thing. And theirs is really just thirty minutes of physical activity, 
And I re- I stand by this. I think that that can really help your depression. It gives you a purpose. Like sometimes when I'm feeling really like the weight of the world is on me, especially during the pandemic, laying in bed, like the worst time is when I ha- wake up because I'm like, I have nothing or like that feeling of mm-hmm. like, I have to do another day. <laughs> right. And like right. the weight of that is just, it's something, it, it's hard. It's just really too heavy sometimes. And But having a purpose to get out of bed and just, it's kind of like one foot in front of the other baby steps type of thing. But it's like, start your day with a walk outside. If you can't, if you have a place to walk outside, you know, go. Or even if you can do some like jumping jacks, you know what I mean? Honestly, you can do (laughs) indoor, you know, Dr. Insanity says jumping jacks. (laughs) Just (laughs) right on your bed. Um, <laughs> Snow angels, win your pillows. Just, don't, just do it. Don't stop just for thirty die. minutes. Don't. Um, <laughs> but I no. But I think I absolutely agree with that. And I think that actually that advice to, especially if you can do something either first thing in the morning or have it be at the same time every day, or kind of shoot for a certain time period every day uh hits a couple different marks of advice that people give for depression which is one having a routine can be really helpful if you Mm -hmm. feel like you're listless and just don't know what's you know what to do next um setting goals certainly like physical activity and any kind of exercise can be easily linked to goals in terms of like oh i want to be able to do five push-ups by the end of the week or whatever i don't know no i'm good (laughs) Um, and then uh, and, and exercise is number three on this list too. So mm-hmm. that you'd be able to knock out three useful. Because th- for me, one of the biggest things, definitely exercise is helpful. But one of the biggest things that helps me is having any kind of a routine and a, just to get me started in the morning. I, I'm not mm. a routine human. I don't like people telling me what to do, when to do it, even if it's me. I don't like myself telling me to do things. <laughs> I don't listen. I say, don't tell me what to do. Um, but I do. It really, really helps if I know I'm going to do these things today or I'm going to like, you know, every morning I wake up and I do 30 minutes of some physical activity, even if it's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I was going to say fart licks. Do you know what fart licks are? <laughs> no, I don't, doctor. <laughs> the doctor. The doctor and Sandy tell you about fart licks. What up? <laughs> but this is a real thing. Uh, fart licks. Wait, what? <laughs> fart licks. Is this when you swallow your burp and you fart on command? No. no. It's an exercise. <laughs> so... <laughs> It is. It's. It's. Uh, it, uh, this is real. I swear to God. It's when you like run fast in between like two telephone poles or something, two two markers, and then you uh-huh. then you like slow, like you jog for the next to the next telephone pole, and then you sprint. Oh, intervals. Intervals, right? But in German, I guess they're called fartlicks. So fartlicks. When I was in track, our teacher would call them fartlicks. Uh, really? Like, what? <laughs> Say what? What do we do? Uh, uh, so you're telling people right now to wake up in the inter- morning and do some fireworks. <laughs> Throw your alarm clock away. Throw it away. <laughs> Sleep outside. Wake up and Sleep do fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doctor Insanity. <laughs> Doctor Insanity says uh, it's free. Uh, it's free advice. Uh, I mean, wow, smart looks. Okay, totally free, you guys. See that? I don't think that would make me depressed. I don't like running. Certainly, running between telephone <laughs> yeah. poles. Okay, if it doesn't work for you, that's also maybe that's not for you. Um, I do like intervals, though. I will say, I kind of, I love, I love okay. and hate intervals. I also, this is just a side personal ed- exercise thing. My favorite thing to do because I also hate it, but uh, stairs. I love doing. <laughs> stairs where you like sprint up the stairs and then you jog down the stairs because i feel like i don't have to do it for that long before it really works me mm. out but it is like torture when you're doing it you know what i like what an elevator mm. <laughs> and then i workout. do my fart licking it <laughs> I do, I do my fart licks at home and then i just work out your finger button your button your yeah. button finger I love it. Oh, God. Okay. So intervals. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's just one (laughs) suggestion. You could, you don't have to, you you don't have to do that. You could also just take a walk. (laughs) Walk is also good. Mm -hmm. Um, Food. Let's talk about food for a second. How much does Uh, food affect you, right? You know, like the too much sugar can make you feel bad. Can I confess something to you? Yeah. I haven't told anybody this. Uh Uh-oh. I had McDonald's at midnight the other night. I'm a little. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Oh, no. I mean, on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it was so, I mean, oh, God, this is where I'm like, oh, my God, I've moved to Tennessee. I have a car all of a sudden. I'm living in suburbia. I'm stopping at McDonald's at midnight. Who am I? But it was really good. But I realized in the morning how depressed I was because yeah. when you eat food that is bad for you. It's not real food. It, it affects you. Yeah. And your skin and your physical like I was like slug. It was like I'd done shots of tequila or something the night before I woke up just very like. But can I say it was delicious? I know. So I had McDonald's not that long ago. I will admit you uh, did because it was right before I moved out into my new apartment because us roommates all of a sudden we were all kind of like we want mcdonald's so we mm. went on a field trip like little ducklings like down <laughs> marched down to mcdonald's down the street we all made our little orders can order on those little what did you get now. can i ask um i got uh what did i get that day my new favorite thing to do if i do go to mcdonald's which is very rarely is i like to get like a big mac and then like a six-piece Ooh. chicken nugget and then like yes. a small fry and like a Oh, it's like a little drink. buffet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to get it. I always I like both. But we so we came home. We were so excited. We ate it. Mm-hmm. And then we all felt like garbage. Mm-hmm. All of us were like, mm-hmm. that was a mistake. But it was good mm-hmm. while it like was happening. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. like a meditation, right? When you just enjoy the moment as you're eating yeah. McDonald's. If you can really just be present and enjoy each morsel. I mean, da, there da, could da, be da, positives. Da. We're loving it. Um, also, advertising <laughs> campaigns work. Um <laughs> No, but yes. I, so yes, but that's a good example of how like if you eat certain kinds of food, sometimes it, you get like almost like a food hangover. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Thanksgiving, I ate so much. And I was, I enjoyed myself, but I suffered kind of for a couple of days. <laughs> even, even just, I just was like, I didn't do it right. I didn't do that right. I ate too much and I didn't eat. And then I just well, felt like can, I didn't You had a vegetables. 14 pound bird that you had to finish up too quickly. Excuse me, it was 11 pounds. <laughs> it was oh. 14 <laughs> And then I made that. I was funny because for a couple of days I was like, I haven't really had a vegetable because I made that like green bean casserole and I was eating it, but it didn't feel like I was eating a vegetable. It was like in cheese and cream. And mm. so I was, you know, so anyway, he- eat healthy. That will help you. <laughs> um, sugar, I think, is also a huge problem, I think, for people's uh, 
serotonin levels. Obviously, alcohol can really trigger people uh, in mm-hmm. bad ways. So if you are, and this is definitely a thing happening in the pandemic, if you feel like there's some depression creeping in and you are drinking like a fish and you're able to give yourself a break from that, that might be a good idea <laughs> to just give mm-hmm. yourself a break. Um, if not more, if you have a substance abuse issue, then of course, then you should try Call to me. I'll drink help. with you. I'm yeah. just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. Like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, sleep. I don't like this piece of advice, honestly. It says get enough sleep. But the part of the problem is if you're tr- having trouble sleeping, that's like a little bit right. obnoxious because one of the things that happens to me sometimes is I can't sleep. So don't mm-hmm. tell me like, oh, you should sleep more. I'm like, get, 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 get fuck yourself. <laughs> you don't okay? like anybody tell you. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Well, I have to say, so we both did Whole30, but at different times uh, within the year. Oh, yeah. And I slept like a rock when I was doing Whole30. And I don't, if you want to do Whole30, more power to you. I, I don't think I'll ever do it again. But it's really when you cut out sugar, processed foods, legumes oh yeah the <laughs> alcohol mm-hmm. I mean you're really eating just like super clean and I did it kind of just to be like can I do this and I had you know some other friends doing it and so we did we fucking did it and my skin was incredible I had lost all the bloat and blah 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 it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because life my lifestyle just doesn't lend to preparing every fucking meal um but I have to say I had the most energy I've ever had in my life. And also um, I just slept. My my circadian rhythm felt like it was just perfect. And I was sleeping like eight to nine hours a night and then popping out of bed with great energy and positivity. And so I really think that it's like all that processed food and things that just are weighing you down. Totally. I mean, and I wonder too, I mean, I think that I was sort of looking at diets and things again i was looking at whole 30 i was like oh do i do this again i'm like no nah, i really don't want to God, <laughs> so i'm not gonna worst. do it but because it's power to you so but. it's so restrictive and it's not really a diet you can i think even the diet itself sort of says like it's not sustainable really but i think one thing that can be really helpful even if you do something like that for a week and you start to have benefits from it you can just sort of see oh wow like maria was saying that like you actually feel different so what are like parts of that that you can adopt then moving forward especially especially if you have been in like a you haven't been eating that well or you've been in a rut that's why like changing some of that stuff up can be really helpful maybe even if you just cut out sugar for a little while or something you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um another piece of advice i i found was if you're feeling depressed and you don't this is kind of to me this also kind of goes along with like goals or what you were saying about having a purpose but sometimes it can be helpful to take on some responsibilities and I know I have a friend that's in AA and one of the things that I think really helped him when he was doing AA was taking on some of the responsibilities and they kind of set this up they want you to have responsibilities when you're like really attending AA frequently Um, and I don't he was like the treasurer or something Uh, but it was they you have to show up and you have to do it because other people are counting on you Mm. and those kinds of things can also help you I think one of the things that you learn from that too is that you're you're not worthless. And that's one of the feelings that can really creep in for some people with depression, which is something that I was really struggling with. And it doesn't matter, you know, how much someone says like, no, you're worth you're, you're worth something. You have to feel it yourself. So giving yourself something that shows like, look at you like doing this responsibility. Mm-hmm. Look at you t- doing this task and succeeding at it. Look at these people that are depending on you in a way 
you know, or a plant, buy a plant, you know what I mean? That's a good place to start. So that if you aren't, if you do a bad job, you don't have Mm -hmm. to beat yourself up too much. You can say, okay, like, let me see, but it gives you something to focus on so that you're not just, um, you know, or if you have like a dog or something, you can get up to walk the dog. That would also be great. Maybe I should get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's really about purpose, like having a purpose. And like I said, like the, whenever I've been pretty down it's the waking up and having no purpose Mm -hmm. and then being like well I guess I'll just stay in bed all day because like the world doesn't need this thing (laughs) you know I mean it's it's sad but it's true but if you have a purpose then you jump out of bed and like you have something to do and people relying on you I think that's great advice yeah and even sometimes you don't want to right because like sometimes you don't want to walk your dog sometimes you don't want to go to work sometimes you don't want to whatever but if you have sort of a responsibility to a group of people a community uh, then that can be a, a, be, a that can help drive you if you're really feeling like you're having trouble with getting out of bed, like you're saying, to give yourself a reason. Um, that is, oh, I had a point and I lost it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. I think that that's also, I think for me, that is an important part. I know sometimes when people feel like they're being, they're responsible to other people and they're very depressed and they just keep letting people down because they're so depressed that can be very Mm. challenging too because it just adds to then your feeling of like guilt and worthlessness so that's there's definitely like some you gotta don't just like be super you know don't be responsible for someone's like baby or something like start small if you're oh. if you're feeling real bad you know what I mean but but certainly purpose is good but I was gonna say I think that that also ties into some of the reasons why we so many people have depression right now which is that we're so disconnected from our community mm-hmm. that like I think one of the things that's nice about being responsible for something is that it's tying you back into some sort of a community situation right where where mm-hmm. other people you're kind of ta- tapping back into like other people and like having a reason why you have to talk to this person because you're fish sitting or whatever for them or you know I'm just trying to think of sort of low lower stakes things you can start with if you're if you're having a hard time but watering a friend's plant watering a friend's plant Ooh. but then you you know and you're like I got to show up for for Linda I keep saying Linda and then I'm remembering that that's your mom's name. And you I got to show up her. Oh, man, yeah, that's not a good. I've I killed a lot of her plants because oh, yeah. I haven't shown up. That yeah. Well, maybe that's uh, a bad Plants example. are hard. They're plants. Plants are hard. Oh. Yes. And don't, you know, but I'm just, that's why I'm trying to think of examples. <laughs> you know, maybe Dr. Insanity says, don't worry about that one so much, except for <laughs> have, have some sort of. Live outside, water my mom's plants. Water, go uh, water go my for mom's my plants. mom's plants. Plants. Uh, throw away your oh, um, Throw away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have another thing. I love it. <laughs> Give me more. Are you worried? <laughs> I have the craziest of them all, but yes. Okay, keep, okay. Keep, let me keep let me going. do this one because it's not that crazy, <laughs> and then I want to hear the crazy one. Here's one that's uh kind of exciting. I think. We're, one of the good things about the modern world is now we have actually um I know and this sounds kind of questionable but I think actually they are helping a lot of people we have apps and things now that are helpful within a um, therapeutic way right so a friend of mine just sent me uh, an app that she was sort of experimenting with Um, it's like a free seven-day trial and yes you do have to pay for it eventually so if it's not for you that's totally fine make sure you cancel the subscription if you don't like it (laughs) but it's called bloom and I was trying it out and what's really cool about bloom 
is they really use uh, this kind of therapy called um, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a really effective form of therapy for a lot of people. And what it's basically about is challenging your negative thoughts because a lot of depression is about negative self-talk and negative thoughts mm. and being able to if you're able to, and I when I was in my talk therapy with my therapist we talked about this a lot and it was very helpful to me um which is uh if you're having a negative thought how do you instead of letting it spiral and then just that's the next four weeks of your life just spiraling around like negative thoughts how do you like interrupt that pattern mm-hmm. and then enforce another thought into your brain because one of the things that's kind of cool about brains is uh neuroplasticity (laughs) which is the ability for your brain to make different networking connections so like Mm -hmm. if you keep doing something the same way over and over again and thinking the same way about something it just reinforces that connection but if you can interrupt that negative pattern then you can reestablish a new pattern to something healthier and to something more positive. And this is a real thing that really does work. And I found this is like, this is this is a personal thing, but it's I think it's been helpful for me and I found myself doing much better with, ne- with getting rid of negative self-talk. And it's as simple as instead of, you know, let's say you are having a rough moment in your day and s- because maybe you made a mistake at work, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying to yourself, which is what I used to do, you stupid bitch like what's the fucking what's wrong with you get your shit together you stupid bitch you know what I mean like that would sort of Mm -hmm. be the way I would talk to myself just naturally (laughs) whatever just being very negative I started doing more of this like negative challenging these negative patterns of self-talk and all that and now I catch myself without even trying anymore because I, I reinforce this pattern if I'm having a bad moment I stop I take a breath and I go how are you doing lovey are you okay? Oh, what do you need? What do you need, little baby, right now <laughs> to get through this moment? You made a little mistake. That's not good. How do we fix it? You know, like let's do this together. We can do this, and it's so much nicer. It's just so much easier oh. to get through that moment, those hard moments, and it can be hard to do that switch if you if you do have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself and a lot of negative. And that's just mm-hmm. even one moment, right? A lot of times people are having negative thoughts like all day where they're like, I'm so fat. I'm so fat. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so, you know, oh, God, nobody wants to hear me talk. I need to just shut up. You know, all of those things, those though, we take those thoughts and we think that they're true. We just take them Mm -hmm. as true. And that's that's very black and white thinking. And thinking isn't it doesn't have to be so black and white. You can have some gray area. So, you know, let's say you're not as you're heavier than you'd like to be. You don't have to go around saying, I'm so fat. I'm a fat, stupid bitch. You know what I mean? You can start going, I'm not as, I'm not where I'd like to be in my fitness. What are some things? Lovey. I like that word. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Lovey, you're not feeling as good as you could. You're not, you're not as fit as you'd like to be. Uh, What do you think you need to do? You know, how do we, Mm -hmm. how do we make you feel better? And start talking to yourself a little bit more like that. So that, and then think about that. Who's going to do better with losing weight? The person that's mm-hmm. like shitting on themselves all the time or the person that's like, hey, we can do it together. Me, me, myself and I, you know. <laughs> um, so I know that that sounds real cheesy. But Dr. Insanity says <laughs> that that's a good way to it really, really does. And again, I just want to reinforce that what's cool about it is it actually is a scientific thing where you are reinforcing pa- like patterns in your brain. 
So that's why it works is because you really can change the way you think about yourself. You really can change uh, habits and things like that. Um, even when you feel like you can't, you can, mm. it's just, you have to break the, you have to interrupt your patterns of behavior mm. and thought. So anyway, I don't, I'm wow, not an expert. Such a good, yeah, that, well, I remember I dated this guy several years ago. He was awful to me. I remember we worked through it together too. You were, we toured during that time. So I, you heard the whole story about how awful this person was, but he was severely depressed and an alcoholic and negative talk that he would say to himself was endless. And I actually, he, he didn't quite direct it at me so much, but there was definitely like little bits to it. But for the year that we were together, I found myself talking to myself like how he was always talking about himself. Mm-hmm. So like phrases like he he would constantly just be like, kill me. He would just say, kill me all the time. I mean, but just like talking to himself of like, oh, I've had too much. Kill me. Blah. You know, it's like, but that, that just. The negative talk of like just saying kill me yes. all the time. It makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference. Right. And I, but then I started saying it kind of as just like, cause I was mimicking or I sure. don't know. It's oh, just yeah. like, a, he Pick was just up. constantly saying that. Right. And so I started saying it and it was really weird. But for that time we did break up thankfully because I just like loved myself <laughs> and, and wasn't, I didn't want to be around such negativity, but I really did start mimicking and, and kept, kept that kind of language with myself for like six months. And I remember finally being at a point just being really depressed, but also feeling like a negative, we've kind of talked about like, you know, spiritual spirits or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like I had a negative, uh, poisonous, like almost like a real thing, just like sitting in my body somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of kooky, no, no. but it was just, I have taken this negative energy from the universe and have placed it and given it a space in my body to live. And everything I, everything negative that happened, I saw it. I saw everything that was bad. Everything, you know, if, if a person on the street was like doing something terrible, I directed my attention to the negative and all the bad. And it was, I was depressed because the relationship didn't work out. I was depressed because I couldn't help him. He didn't want to help himself. I mean, it was just, I was taking on so much negativity. And six months later, I was like, I do not want this. Like it was almost like a cutting exercise that you've talked about before of just like releasing this and cutting the threads of this negativity and way of life that like clearly this one person that I really cared for, he had been living his life that like that for years. And I took that on as well. And it was almost like, you know, sucking that part of the spirit (laughs) of this negativity into me. And going along with it and then but I finally had to just like let it go and when you start looking for the positive in people in just the world in in just regular life and and start talking to yourself like you love your I mean not I mean you have to actually love yourself to talk to yourself that you love you know but if you but I will say but what you're saying is right because like let's say you're not feeling that you love yourself yet one of the ways you can Mm -hmm. get to loving yourself is by talking to yourself like you do right right. so it's okay if you're not feeling it yet if you just start Mm -hmm. saying it it will start shifting for you mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't happen overnight it, this is definitely something that you know w- when people say like I'm working on myself it is work it is work to work mm-hmm. on yourself mm-hmm. it does take you have to want to 
do it, um, which is hard for people with depression to want to do anything. But right. I think that like what you're saying, it's like at a certain point, sometimes with, with whatever it is you're go- one is going through, you hit a point where you're like, I just don't want this anymore. I don't right. want to wake up and feel like garbage, you know? And it really is a mind change. It's all, it, For me, it was almost like a flip, like flipping the switch or something of just constantly looking for the negative and then all of a sudden being like no I know there's beauty in this world and I and I accept it and I don't want to just be sad all the time I don't know I had to really have an awakening and then also I I think I did like a I went on a trip uh and and kind of did like a (laughs) releasing type thing of just like yeah because I really felt like I was this it's trippy and weird but I, I felt like I had this negative entity all of a sudden in my life and my aura that had never been there before and I really fed into it until I was like nope stop stop so yeah but and the key anybody, there to that is that that we were talking about the you know the pattern interruption that's like such a big key to this when you're starting is that stop you have to like every time then you start to have that thought of like kill me you have to go no stop 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 what do mm-hmm. I really want to say to myself? I want to say, I'm a little annoyed right now, but I'm going to get through this. Do you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. makes such a big difference. If you don't believe yeah. me, you should try it. It's just neuroscience, people. <laughs> positive talk. That's yeah. what it is. Positive yeah. talk. Yeah. You have to talk to yourself positively. Yeah. And, and, and really, that's a big one. And not to get like woo-woo on y'all, but like, uh, you know, if anybody's interested in like manifestation and that kind of thing, part of mm-hmm. what that is, part of what manifestation is, it's not magic. It's um, it's your brain is hardwired to like seek out the thing that's in your brain. So if you're thinking uh, everybody sucks, everybody sucks, everybody sucks, your brain is hardwired to find sucky people. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking like, um, wow, today is great. Everything is great. Every, you know, people are wonderful. People are wonderful. Your brain is going to acknowledge like the people that are wonderful and the people, it doesn't mean that there aren't sucky people out there. It means that when they come into your life, you just don't give them as much space. And you just will mm-hmm. naturally do that if you're focused on good. You know what I mean? Good things, good things, good things. doesn't mm-hmm. mean, and again, doesn't mean you don't have bad moments. It just means you're able to navigate them much easier. Anyway, I think that's a so that's like a very practical thing. And look, so take a look at it's the Bloom app. If you're interested in looking it up, be careful. If you don't want to be spending money what, before that free trial is up, you better cancel that subscription. But if you like it um, and also just there's a lot of self-reflection in the app. So they talk about cognitive behavioral therapy and what we just were talking about. But also they'll have you reflect on your life. So when was a time where you were feeling blah, blah, blah. And it's important to have those moments where you go, oh, yeah, I guess I did do that. Or, yes, I, I, I am like that sometimes. Uh, so that mm. then you can start changing the patterns. Uh, so well, one those, thing that oh, tell me one thing that helped me, and I think I've talked about it before, but the Sam Harris meditation yeah. app called Waking Up. Great, and I highly recommend it simply because you can go to hit the website, and they have a section on the website where you can just put in your email and say like, I can't afford to pay for this, <laughs> and they just send you the subscription for free for an entire year, and he does daily. Uh, devotions and meditations and um, our one of our favorite comedians Nikki Glaser is a huge advocate and has really said and that's how I learned about the app because she's talked about it on her podcast about how it's just changed her perception of just the way she thinks about herself and then also how if you can this is where I at first I was like I hate meditation I've talked about that too I'm just like I don't want to be in my thoughts I don't Mm -hmm. want to quiet like I I have too much going on but Mm -hmm. what I've really got the most out of the meditation app recently is just um especially (laughs) 
when something really, really hard has happened lately, and I mean, as simple as actually just like road rage, okay? That's just one example of sure. just like somebody completely cutting me off and then being completely aware and, and rageful. But knowing that like that's just a moment, that that moment, that feeling is going to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's not actually, that was just the second and it's gone. It really, I mean, these fuckers in Nashville, the way yeah. they drive, <laughs> don't get me started. But it's amazing to like, if you just can be present and mm-hmm. like know, and it's almost in, we hate yoga. We talk about that too, but it's like working when you're doing like the crow or whatever the fuck, the tree, I don't know. Um, but it's a hard, keeping a hard position, but then like keeping calm and focusing and just staying present. And I don't know. I just, I've really been digging this That's, Sam Harris waking up app and it's free for a year. That's amazing. I think so also the thing too with something like road rage or whatever is that when you can be more present and not again in your patterns or the thing your knee jerk sort of reactions to things, you realize like you have a choice on how you want to react to that moment. Am mm-hmm. I going to yes, let this yes, ruin yes, my day yes. or am I going to just be like, hey, guys, that's his issue. Right. And I'm going to keep yes. driving the way I'm, I like to drive or whatever, as long <laughs> as it's legal. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to drive. I don't Just know sleep about outside, driving. throw your alarm away, <laughs> drive wherever you want, plant, and drive whatever you want, <laughs> wherever you want to go. Don't let people tell you what to do. <laughs> That's what Dr. Sandy says. Um, wait, speaking of Dr. Sandy, you said you had another kind of kooky thing. Tip. Okay, well, so let me just piggyback on to the meditation. So I'm obsessed with ASMR. Oh, and yeah. I was reading about ASMR um, uh, connected to dealing with seasonal depression. Mm. And ASMR obviously is the whispering, and the clicking. Oh. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. Oh, I love it. Does it, it give you I the tingles? It. I don't get the yeah, tingles. Oh, you do? It gives me the tingles. I don't have that. But see, the, cr- the crazy thing about ASMR is that it can either give a person tingles, it can either give them no response at all, or it can cause like pure rage <laughs> oh. in people. Oh, I yeah, you can have that. like, yeah, there's the extreme. But um, a lot of people who have suffered from depression, they find that ASMR videos, and there's tons on YouTube, I was looking through, but there's like hypnotic ASMR videos. There's actually this one <laughs> woman who's very beautiful, like three million hits on but she's just like talking you know talking really quiet and saying like lay lay her head down on a pillow and Mm. you know whatever but for people that are suffering from depression and anxiety and not being able to sleep like and if you fall into this camp you don't want to be rage you know you don't fall asleep in a rage (laughs) yeah yeah don't fall asleep in a rage but there's for for a lot of people asmr can actually like calm your brain waves in a way that like you know maybe a sound machine doesn't quite get there so I do highly recommend like get on YouTube and look at some of those yeah. ASMR things yeah there's a I whole thing I don't it. know yeah there's a, a thing I don't know as much about but it's like the alpha alpha theta and beta waves of your brain and I'm going to mess this up, but it's like one of them <laughs> I think the alpha stage in your brain waves is like when you're awake and then if you're in beta, you're like kind of in a hypnotic, almost like very relaxed. That's like the meditative state. And then theta is like full unconscious, like sleeping. So when you're trying to relax, a lot of times people, especially if you're having trouble sleeping, you're just like stuck in this alpha, kind of like your brain is going, 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 and you can't get into that beta. Actually, I have another tip. This is also kooky and weird, but it does work. 
if you have a um so one thing that's supposed to help get you into that beta state or into the more like sleepier state is to (laughs) this is gonna sound (laughs) is when you have your i mean presumably i have your eyes closed roll your eyes back (laughs) into your head (gasps) so if you roll your eyes back and you hold them there for a little while it like uh, automatically is supposed to like sets you into beta and it relaxes you and that sometimes helps me fall asleep when I'm having a lot of trouble you roll your eyes into like you know, wait like, so it. I'm gonna do it with my eyes open on this zoom no one on the podcast will be able to see it but Marie we'll see what Marie says so if I go like that right <laughs> but I have my eyes closed Jesus Christ so you Katie. roll them in the don't back do that your head. I, uh, <laughs> don't do that I'm just saying. So, what did I? Do? What did you witness? What did you witness over there for the listeners' room? <laughs> that need a priest. <laughs> Be gone, uh, demon. <laughs> Doctor so. Insanity, get out of there! Uh, oh, she rolled her eyes back, basically, while looking at me. Because I was trying to show her what I was. I don't like you. Me don't like you. Lovey, me don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but anyway you guys can try oh, that if you're like <laughs> desperate <laughs> also breathing by the way if you're having trouble uh oh, relaxing God. just do like those just breathe for god's sake we don't breathe enough i don't know <laughs> we gotta breathe more. <laughs> everybody breathe more <laughs> anyway <laughs> well i think that i mean i am very joyful now uh, oh i mean i this. hope yeah i hope that number one we made you feel better because we're so out of our minds um and two if you are worried you know if you're moving into some depression times hopefully there actually are some legit things that we can do to help you know that some of these things can help you and of course if you're feeling really not really really not good please seek some professional um help because help is available Mm-hmm. And you're not alone in this. This is a crazy time. So if if this is a new thing for you, or even if it's a thing you've struggled with before, a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff right now. So you're not alone. I think definitely you're right, Katie. It's like going into the these next couple of months with it being cold and the darkness and the pending doom of society. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, we're gonna rise above. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fine. We're in the but, dawning um, of uh, December twenty first, age of Aquarius. We'll do a podcast about it at some point. But yeah. Ooh, I cannot wait. Yeah. But I mean, I think more than ever, it's like check in with each other and and really just like you know we all gotta listen and just be. I don't know. And take care in. of and check take in. care of yourselves, lovely lovies. Talk lovies. To yourself. I be love nice that. to yourselves, lovies. Yeah, talk talk positive to yourself. You deserve it. You're loved. Yes, you are loved. loved. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Get out of Doctor here. Doctor Insanity. <laughs> Doctor Insanity signing off. Oh, God. Help. <laughs>